on this week's episode of Third Party Control Podcast, we have a barrage of games to talk about. Spider-Man 2, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, and Robocop Rogue City. Not only that, we also talk about the layoffs at Bungie and Microsoft blocking third-party accessories. What do we think about it? Find out on this week's episode of Third Party Control Podcast. Let's get it going. Welcome to the Party Control Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse McClurk, Lita with... Beto Sparza. And... Welcome back, everyone, to another week of Third Party Control Podcast, the podcast you come to for all the tips, tricks, all the video game news, and topics that you really care about. We are back. We are together. It's amazing. Fun week. Busy week. A lot of stuff came out. I know Joe's itching to talk about what he's been playing. Bethel's itching to talk about stuff he's been doing. All this good stuff. So you know what? We won't have you wait any longer. We won't have you anticipate us speaking because you're excited to hear from us so let's go let's do it Bethel what's up fo? hey what's hey Started playing Spider-Man Two. Ooh, um, Spider-Man. The Spider. I, I don't know, man. I'm just not digging it so far. Not feeling it. I'm like three hours into it, there's really nothing that's hooking me. It feels the same. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there'll something be. Uh, eventually, something will open up where, where it's a little bit different. But yeah. so far, it's just too much of the same of the first uh, Spider-Man and Miles Morales game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure the story will get better. I hear the. I mean, I don't know if it's like a retelling of the the Craving the Hunt or the last Craving the Last Hunt. But yeah. I'm not sure what where it's going. I don't know much about the, uh, the Craving the Last Hunt story itself. But playing this so far, it's just not. It's just. It's not grabbing you. I'm just button mashing. Feels mm-hmm. the same button mash. I mean, there's there's you there you call go, going to like sequences you. Square, square, triangle, circle to dodge. Square, square, triangle, circle to mm-hmm. dodge. Jump, dodge him up, or uh, fucking knock him up, bring him down. Yeah, knock him around. Look up, lick it down. Lick it down. Um, but yeah, it's just not. I don't know. I think uh, there's too many of these kinds of games now, mm-hmm. where it's all feels the same. God of War was like that, even to uh, an extent. Um, Zelda was a bit like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but God of War and Spider-Man have that more similar feeling to where I'm kind of just like, yeah, I don't want to do this. I think you bring up a good point right now when you brought up uh, God of War and uh, Tears of the Kingdom to the point where uh, it is doing the thing it did before, just in a not in a different setting, but hey, we added a bit more, but it's like, I, I already yeah, did this. Yeah. To where we're not seeing the generational leap or any leap of just like, hey, now you're doing this crazy mm-hmm. new shit. So I get what you're saying in that. They did some add some stuff like you, like yeah. you can surf on water a little bit. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I also noticed that. that um, you don't have to button mash anymore when you stop a car. I, I noticed yeah. that right away where yeah. I was like, okay, here it comes. I have to tap X. <laughs> I have to not X. I have to tap yeah. square until it stops the car, you know? Yeah. 
So my my my, my well, like you know, it's, it's interesting. Beth was talking about the things that I think I feared the most, which is probably the reason why I didn't get Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Like me, me um, that, that that feeling of sameness. Like there's already been two Spider Man games. This is the third one now, and then it's like my concern was like. I'm gonna jump into this game that's 12 to 18 hours, and I'm gonna get like three, four hours in, and I'll be like, I don't think I want to play this anymore. Yeah, uh, you know, and 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 I, you know, especially with these kinds of games now. I mean, they really are. I mean, there's obviously elite ones, there's really good ones, and then there's you know, like with great stories. You know, that, that, don't get me wrong, but like. This type of game is a dime a dozen nowadays. There's so many of them. Like yeah. over the history, we've gotten so many. Like we've already had this is the third Spider-Man game. Um, to a degree, different kind of setting, but like Assassin's Creed games are fucking kind of like the same thing in certain ways. Um, Infamous. I mean, fuck, Infamous has already been had already been doing it for a while. In between, mm-hmm. it was kind of like the superhero game, even though it didn't have a superhero. Yeah. Like there's so many of these games, and like. I like a lot of these games, but like, you always get to that point, even with a great license and, you know, where it's like, okay, you're doing the same thing, and, and sometimes it's like, if you're going to do the same thing, you better have a story that people really, really want to play through, right? Because that yeah. can always drive you through. Like, it could be like, oh, it was the same, but the story was really fucking, really great, yeah. and it made me want to play it, so it was, and that's okay. That, 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 that happens a lot of times, and that can elevate games that you probably normally would be like, yeah, it's not that good. Um, but that was always like my biggest concern. Like when when the primary came out, I was like, "Do I really want to get this?" Like it sounds good, and then it's like, I don't know. I was like, I, I, I was my biggest concern with that. So that's why for me, I was like, I'm gonna wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's not bad for waiting too, because then sometimes I've been in, sure. in a point where. I'll buy something, I don't get to it right <coughs> away, and then when I finally get to it, it's like, it's $30. I'm like, fuck, I could have yeah. waited. Yeah. I could have fucking waited. And that happens a lot, and it pisses me off. So. Armored Core is my last one. I haven't even opened it yet. Yeah. <laughs> it has really dropped. It's dropped, like, probably, like, no, six No, but months, still, like, but, I, no. it, I bought it day one. And me too. <laughs> I played a bit. I haven't yeah. gone back to it, though. It was great, though. Yeah, but, yeah, that's, I mean, it's, it's like playing it when you have to dodge it, kind of like the mask button time presses because like, mm-hmm. you, you have to hit circle to get to it right away so you won't get hit uh so it's yeah it's just kind of to me it's gotten bland already mm-hmm. um i'll keep playing a little bit more see if it gets better but uh i don't expect to finish it because of how i started already i know it's only been three hours but yeah i, I mean there's some games that you only play three hours of that fucking hook you right away like i i played like the first two hours of uh lies of p and i was like fuck this game's dope i haven't like gone further into it just because i haven't mm-hmm. really made time to play it but it's been really fun it's, yeah it's I, I i like it more than spider-man already that that you bringing up lies of p i want to get that now yeah yeah like i want to actually own it because i hear they're going to do an update and do some stuff oh, yeah, but, yeah. but in general like yeah i'm, I'm kind of nice. excited it's to play really that. Good. that first boss you play it's fucking dope dude Huh? When you keep on, I keep, I keep feel like you're saying Eliza P, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, she, she's gonna <laughs> get the cool game. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but like in a lot of cases, it's like that the law of diminishing returns. After a while, when you keep giving us the same game, and you know, or, or up, you know, it's like here it is with a couple of extra features, and you know, maybe because you know, like back in the day, there weren't as many of this type of game. Yeah. So you could get away with that because, yeah. oh my God, if this is up, but now that there's so many, it, it, it really is that even 
if it's like, well, this is only the second or the third Spider-Man game, but yeah, but there's so many other these games out there that, and when you play those games, like God of War, something like that, it even indirectly, even though you don't even think at the time it, it, it is, it kind of is kind of like diminishing that, that return when you're like, yeah. oh, this feels so familiar, I've already mm-hmm. done this already yeah. so many times. Yeah, that's pretty much all I've been playing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you, Joe? What's up, Phil? Um, so... Started to play some Madden again. <gasps> you know what I'm gonna It say? got better? I mean... It plays better? I mean... I mean, Madden shit. Don't get me wrong. Like, this was shit wrong, but this was... You know, and maybe because I hadn't played as much, but it just feels like this is definitely the least buggiest version I've played Madden in a long time. Um, I've gotten used to it. Yeah. Like, it's... It's... I gotta admit, it's an improvement over the last few years. I haven't seen as many of the shit stuff. I'm only in one league. Um, you know, random stupid shit will still happen. Uh, but, uh, maybe just like I said, because I don't play as much of it. So I have a little bit more fun now playing it. Um, it's cool. I like it. I'm enjoying it. I think I'll be playing it not as much, but like still playing. I could, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll continue. I'm hoping eventually. I mean, it still needs to be rehauled. Like, no, don't get me wrong. The game needs a fucking new engine or just yeah. something. But um, it's definitely be. You know, they did some some updates to make things better, like the menus and stuff that are a lot like quicker to use. And yeah, but I mean, you know, like like anything, it's, it's most of the shit's still the same. It's still, like when you look into the menus and you go into everything, it's still the same game that's been like the last two or three years. So I mean, it's only so much you can you can get out of this. Um, I picked up. Mario Wonder and also um, Mario 3D World with uh, Bowser's the, with Bowser's Fury. Mm-hmm. Um, I bought the, the, the that voucher, the two vouchers, um, so I got both of those games. And I already played um, Mario 3D Land, but I'm going through it again before I play the Bowser's Fury uh, add-on. Um, and yeah, still a great game. I, I know I talked about it when um, I played it on the. Wii U, uh, really, really good game. Uh, having fun with it again. And Wonder is like it's def- it's not like a it's not an evolution of Mario, but it definitely is the best 2D Mario. It, it's I, I would easily say that this tops the um, uh. The new series, the new Super Mario Brothers series, where the, the yeah. side scrollers that started popping up again, this easily tops any of those games. Um, I like it a lot. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I love, you know, they, you know, they, they definitely did some things with the game to change it up a little bit. Um, I, I kind of, I, I know, I, I think I told you guys about it before, but like I felt it had those. It gave a little bit of that Rayman kind of like craziness zaniness and i know um one of those new mechanics is like the whole the wonder seed um and that's a really cool mechanic it kind of really just every level if you, if you find the one it, it it does something that changes the levels up a little bit and mm-hmm. it makes it really really fun um i've not gotten bored with any level that i played uh yeah no it's, it's a it's a great game i like it i don't know how long it is like i, I mean i'm getting moving along and it probably I mean, you never know with a Mario game. You, you, what you think is halfway through the game could actually be like a quarter. Yeah. It depends on what they do with you. So, um, I, I think it's great. You know, I, I have, because I've definitely played the new series, like like the Wii U, the Wii, um, 
and would play them and be like, oh, this is really cool. And then by like halfway through, I'd be like, eh, it's starting to feel a little repetitive. Or, or I would I, I could play it, do it and have fun, but at the end be like, that's not as it compared to like the original games. You know what I mean? Like the one, two, or three, or the, you know, they, they never really came off as memorable to me. And, and Wonder kind of feels like the first time in a long time that a 2D Mario, like I will remember it. Like I'll be like, yes, this is really cool. Like I'm not gonna forget it, as opposed to like I couldn't tell you really anything about the the new Super Mario Brother um, games. Um, like, oh, what was your favorite level? Like, if I thought about it right now, I can't fucking remember any of them. But with Wonder, there's definitely a lot of cool shit. Where it's like, oh yeah, I'll remember some stuff on this. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I I think it's a really good game. Um, beyond that. Uh, I want to thank you, Jesse, for informing me and reminding me that RoboCop is finally <laughs> out. I, yeah. I got my copy today. Nice. Like I ordered mine the, the, the same day uh, that night after I saw you. You talk about like, holy shit! Mm-hmm. So it came in. Yeah, I, I didn't I even try it yet. I didn't know it was in either. <laughs> but. I haven't tried it yet, but I have it and I'm ready to play it and I want to play it. Sweet. And I played a little bit of Resident Evil uh, Village, but I didn't have any to get back to it. I haven't played it. I might not like to like talk about it. Mm-hmm. But that's pretty much it, been it for me. Jesse, what's up with you? So I want to start this off with a little story. All right. I don't think I talked about this last time. You know, Konami, Konami, the, the fantastic company, uh, announced a while ago where they're, they're coming out with the uh, Master Collection Volume 1 of the Metal Gear Solid series. It comes with Metal Gear Solid for the PlayStation 1, Metal Gear Solid 2 Sons of Liberty or Subsistence, and Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater. Uh, all on a disc with the MSX games and even Snake's Revenge that was on the NES and the NES version, blah, blah, blah. This whole collection. When we all heard about it, we thought, they're going to half-ass it. It's not going to be good, right? They're not, it's not going to be a great port. Even to the point where I remember Joe was just like, I'm not even going to bother because I already know that they're going to send out, put some shitty, what, what's the point of even getting involved in this and all that stuff. And I didn't disagree with Joe. The closer it was to coming out, they would show like trailers and they would quickly show Metal Gear 1, uh, Metal Gear Solid on PlayStation 1 real quick. And right away I was just like, this doesn't look good. It looks muddy. It looks shitty. Probably the right everything that it was supposed to be made. And already it was just like, yeah, they're going to half-ass this. But the week, the couple of weeks before it was going to come out, people were going like, oh, hey, you know, are, the rumors are true. They're just pointing over the uh, Blue Point version on PlayStation 3 and 360 that they did over. But it looks like they improved on some of the glitches that happened uh, on the original one. Not like that version was cr- garbage or anything, but like someone was showing a scene from Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater where there were moments like, let's say the end, they showed an image of the end, where it was super bright behind them. And people just assumed, oh, that was always like that. But I guess there was a glitch where, no, there's actually force behind them. It just didn't show. So I'm like, oh, that's a that's a cool improvement. Like, they fixed that, you know. Maybe there's other things that don't work. But that's pretty cool that it was fixed. But the more it was closer it was coming out, um, I was thinking, you know what? I'm just going to get it. I'm going to get it so I could stream it and see, like, this is shitty. Look how shitty they did it, right? So I did purchase the game. I had it, but I didn't open it. I was waiting for Digital Foundry Review to see how bad it is. As time went on and Digital Foundry was like, we're working on a review, but... They said it's not it's not a good port. But you're seeing all these, like, people who are dedicated. Like, look, I love Metal Gear. I love Metal Gear. It's my favorite series, you know. But I am opinionated. Like, I have an opinion, and I'll, I'll call something out when it's shit. 
But then you have these people online, whether it's on Twitter or anything else, that their life is this. So they will defend it to the nail. And it gets kind of weird. I still, again, I purchased it. I had it sealed. And I was like, I'm not opening it because I just want to see. I knew it was going to be bad. But dude, how bad it was. I was like, I, I came to a realization. You know what? I I'm going to return this. Because I don't think I could sit with 60 bucks wasted. 30 bucks wasted? Fine. 20 bucks wasted? Even better. But I really thought about it and went, you know what? I don't think it's worth it for a fucking joke that I'll never play again. Maybe just not in general. So I returned it. And uh, this, is, this is what makes the story even beautiful. I returned it because I found out RoboCop came out. So I returned it for a thousand times better game. And now I'm going to talk about playing through RoboCop. I haven't had that much time. I played it today, but holy shit. If you're talking about grabbing a tone and making it feel like Robocop from the 80s, they fucking nailed it. Yeah. It looks really nice. You know, it's not it's not going to be like super detailed like a Naughty Dog game or Insomniac yeah. game. But with what the company did, I don't know their, their name off the top of my head, it is really faithful to the source material. You have the original voice actor voicing it. And... Even though you're seeing technical glitches, like for a split second, everyone's like pixelated and then it'll fix itself. Pop in of textures happen. I don't give a shit. It is so much fun shooting someone in the fucking head and their head exploding. It, it's so like they even got it down to a T. Like if you're walking, you're hearing and feeling the do, 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 the steps that Robocop makes. And I'm like, this is awesome. I'm like, hey, can Robocop run? And he can run a little bit faster, but he's not running like crazy. Can Robocop crouch? No. You know why? Robocop don't crouch, bitch. <laughs> right? So, but it's cool because you hold down, you know how like in, in uh, any sh first person shooter game, you have sights, you know, you hold down the L2 trigger to go into sight. What's cool is once you hold that down to make a more accurate shot, it turns into the visor, like, um, kind of like a tube yeah. television look. Yeah. Uh, of a, it and then it outlines the enemy and you shoot them which really works with how they really invested the time in the environments because you're going into a building it's on fire so of course when there's fire it's really bright so you can't see anything but that helps you out with the outline it might be smoky so you could still like you don't need the outline you could just shoot them it's no big deal but it gives you that feeling of being spider-man you know you have the young swagger of a young black teen <laughs> <laughs> shooting yeah. people in the head that was a reference to Spider-Man Miles Morales <laughs> review by GameSpot, so don't get mad at me. No, it was IGN, wasn't it? Uh, no, it was GameSpot. Oh, it was I thought okay. that was GameSpot. <laughs> um, it, it, it is fun. It is. It feels... I was just so surprised with the source material. And then just hearing the music from RoboCop, like... In the background while you're fucking taking out punks and shit. And grabbing them, and you can throw them at them. You can grab televisions, computer monitors, and throw them at them. It is... I want to know if they remix that dope ass Game Boy theme for the original uh, RoboCop game. If that's in there somewhere, as like a I don't know, Easter Joe. Egg. I don't know, Joe. It could be. I don't want to say yes or no. But so far, what I've played, it is honestly, it, I'm having so much fun. It's again. It's also a fucking original RoboCop's fucking yeah. voice. It's oh, actually yeah. him. It's Peter yeah. Weller. And you know what? I'm, I'm actually enjoying because if you were to look at it, right? Like it, like they're using lighting. See, this is the type of game where I would use an example. Like it's probably not going super crazy with everything, but with, like graphically, like if you're really gonna take it in face value, it's not graphically impressive. But it is impressive 
because of the lighting, because of the atmosphere, because of the world. Yes, you're going to see technical issues. Yes, if there's more than like in a cutscene, right? If there's more than six people on screen, screen tearing, frame rate drops like crazy. But is the gameplay smooth? When I shoot people in the fucking head, is it exploding? I didn't see any frame drops. I didn't see anything. Probably, probably is. But I didn't fucking notice because I'm just having a fucking blast. You know, there's points of being technical and picky and all that shit. But with this, I'm having a blast. I don't care. I could look past that stuff. Yeah, but you can. Have, that's, that's the thing. When you have a, a developer that actually loves, like, yeah. you know, the source material and put their heart into it, that shit shows. And you, you it's much easier to forgive stuff like that um, than, than not. I mean, you know, and, and to its own degree, it's kind of interesting. Like, you know, Spider Man, we're talking about two different games that are mm-hmm. licensed, right? And I'm not saying Spider Man's a bad game. I know it's yeah. not a bad game. But we've had three of them, right? Yeah, and I'm sure there's love put into the Spider-Man games, but I'm also know too that it's like, you know, it's a business, right? And of course mm-hmm. they were going to make another Spider-Man game, and it's a large property. And then you have something like RoboCop, which you know may or may not hit. There's a lot of us that remember RoboCop, a lot of young generation that don't. That's not a big deal. But when you have a developer who maybe doesn't have the resources that you know a developer like Spider-Man's um developer has they you know it's sometimes that that the care and the love not again not to say that they don't also the developer's friend doesn't have that yeah but you know there's just something about it where they're like okay we're going to make this game we're going to do the best that we can with what we have and it's not just going to be a lazy port and i think from by all accounts you know they, they've done that you know they they really tried that you know i think they tried because the same developer that terminator resistance right yeah I think they tried with Terminator Resistance too, and, and it showed there too. Because I mm-hmm. think you can see a lot of the reviews. You know, there's there's like a, like a mix of reviews. Like back when it was released, everyone was like, oh, "It's low budget. This isn't a very good game." Yada yada yada. But then as time went on, and people actually played it, it became like, "Well, yeah, it's not the greatest game. It is a low budget game." But a lot of people were like, "But this is the best Terminator story in a long time. This actually makes sense." And again, it goes back to the whole. If you have a great story, or if you have something that's really uh, true to the source material, you know it, it can you can overlook a lot of those those technical hiccups. And I got Terminator Resistance from the same guys, and I dug it. I just fucking bad motion. It got me bad motion sickness, so I had to put mm. it down. But I, I'm happy to say, RoboCop. No, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good, baby. And I don't know what if it's this, but when I was playing the game, I noticed two streaks on the screen and I went ah shit do I have burn in or is it image retention meaning sometimes with OLEDs uh, not every OLED there's an image retention if it has a uh, an image on there it'll stay for a bit and there's like it keeps that image like it's called image retention and I was like shit I got burn in I got burn in but then I realized no it's not burn in is that what is that what's helping me not get motion sickness because I I see it but I'm wondering if that's why I'm not I don't know but I did notice it, uh, which isn't the bad thing. I'm just saying I think that might be the reason why I don't get motion sickness. But so far, RoboCop hasn't given me motion sickness, and uh, it makes me very happy. <laughs> also, I have to say I don't know where the story is going in this RoboCop, but where it seems it's going, I am very intrigued to see where this is gonna go. So so far, again, haven't played a ton of RoboCop, uh, but uh, I am happy that I returned. <laughs> 
<laughs> Metal Gear Solid Master <laughs> Collection Volume 1 to get Robocop. I got a, a pretty good upgrade. Uh, but yeah, so I played that. And uh, I played two games. Uh, two games that both of you guys have played. I've played Spider-Man 2 and Super Mario Wonder. I have completed both of them. 100% in Spider-Man. Didn't 100% Super Mario, but completed it. And um, here's the thing. like I don't want to... As time has gone on, I kind of don't want to spoil anything. Uh, even giving a, a certain opinion on, on a game. Because I don't want to implant someone with my opinion on something that might bo- not bother them. Right? So all I'm going to say about Spider-Man 2 is... If you like Spider-Man, you'll like this game. And if you want to hear more of my thoughts, I will have an episode dedicated to how I feel. Yes, that's all I'm going to say about Spider-Man 2. I could go into this whole thing. But I did play Super Mario Bros. Wonder. I loved it. I loved every minute of it. Everything Joe said is 100%, but I want to add something on there. What I really loved about Super Mario Bros. Wonder wasn't the controls. It wasn't how the levels were designed. It wasn't how, how any of that was, even though I 100% agree with everything Joe said. What I love about Super Mario Bros. Wonder is for a long time, we have not had... A Super Mario Brothers game that felt like its own thing. And what I mean by that is, you know, you have the first Super Mario Brothers, you have Super Mario Brothers 2, which is different, and we know why it's different. We have Super Mario Brothers 3, Super Mario World, even like uh, the new Super Mario Brothers games. All of them have a unique feel that, that are unique to itself. But because we had so many new Super Mario Brothers games, it just felt like it's the same thing over and over again. Right, like it, it, the 2D side-scrolling Mario's just felt like it was that. Uh, and what I loved about Super Mario Brothers Wonder is it has its own identity, just like those games. Like Super Mario World does not feel the same as Super Mario Brothers 3. Super Mario Brothers 3, it does feel a lot like the first Mario game, but it's its own unique thing due to visually and the the stage presentation that, or, or like the kind of background stage thing that it had going. Uh, even the new Super Mario Brothers games, even though they milked it so much, but Wonder just was a joy to play. It was a surprise. There was a wonder in every corner. It was wonderful. I loved it. I had a great time. From beginning to end, there was always something surprising. There was always something fun to get through and, and go through. And, and I, But what I really liked about it was that it was, it was its own unique thing. Like every other Mario game that's come before it that you know it's like you know in that way so that i really enjoyed it like that's one where like i really hope they don't make a wonder 2 but if they make a wonder 2 i want wonder 2 to be made for the reasons that mario galaxy 2 was made meaning that the people who who worked on super mario galaxy they're like oh we have more we actually you know what we have some more stuff that we want to do for a sequel that's why i would want it i don't i wouldn't want another wonder being made unless the team behind it want like has more like we have more to do we have more to tell we have more to do in this world um i'd rather have that than them just farming it like new super mario brothers because i think new super mario brothers they're great don't get me wrong those games are awesome even though some of them like the later ones have their problems it i just think it it just got stale after a while so you kind of forget how wonderful and and magical it was that, you know, we had a new 2D side-scrolling Mario game because I looked it up when I streamed it because I streamed all of Mario Wonder 
the last 2D Mario besides uh, Yoshi's Island, Super Mario World came out in 1990. Okay. New Super Mario Brothers came out in, t- in 2006. So it was a long time since we had a, a traditional 2D Mario game because after that we got Mario 64, Super, Super Mario Sunshine, you know, all those games. Well, even even those games like they were oh, their each one was their own unique game even though some people didn't like Sunshine or whatever. But man, I had a fucking blast with Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Uh, it, it was just a uh, it was great. Loved it. So out of those two titles I talked about, one of them I really liked. <laughs> Wink, not just kidding. I liked them all, but like it, yeah, it was it was a it was a cool cool two weeks of new games and stuff and I can't wait to dive into RoboCop. But uh yeah, oh, before I forget cuz I forgot to talk about it, uh last week or the week before, I got a new beat 'em up game, Jitsu Squad. Uh it's a side scrolling beat 'em up. And one of the reasons I really bought it is one of our uh, favorite streamers slash influencers slash fighting game commentary person. Uh, Maximilian is a is a cameo in that as a special. Mm. That was one of the reasons I got it. Uh, but the game as a beat-em-up, it was great. It's fun. I, I went through it. I streamed that one too. Uh, fun game to play through. Fun game to go in. and this, It's yeah. cameos from different people, but I knew Maximilian, so it was cool to have him there. Fun game, awesome. I got it for the Switch. I noticed that the characters are pixelated. So if you're playing on a TV, they look weird while everything else is clear and clean. They're really pixelated. So I think they had to drop the resolution on those ones. But when you play it portably, you, bar- you don't even see it. Mm. But that's not a. It still plays good, so it shouldn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Jitsu Squad, really fun. If you're if you're getting into the f- like how kind of like beat em ups are coming back like um, um, you're really gonna like Jitsu Squad I like it so I'm gonna start calling them beat em ups beat em ups oh dude that's a better name <laughs> they dude they would come back in full fashion if we call them beat em ups <laughs> we should make a we should make a beat em up and call them like yeah this is our new beat em up game like what they're like no that's beat em up like, sorry it's a beat em up <laughs> game don't please IGN get it right correction please but yeah uh, that's pretty much it for me this week so uh, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back so see you in a bit things just two story topics i kind of wanted to jump into nothing too crazy because there have been there's been a good amount of news but look here at third party controller podcast we talk about the news that we care about and i also wanted to get your opinion on two of them and i'll start off with the big one it's a tale as old as time you know um this isn't surprising but Bungie is the latest PlayStation Studio to be hit with layoffs. 
While the scope of the job cuts is currently unclear, Bloomberg reports Jason Schreier claimed Bungie CEO Peter Parsons informed employees that a company-wide meeting would be held on Monday to discuss the situation. One employee impacted by the layoffs of Destiny 2 community manager and Bungie's co-lead accessibility, Liana Rupert. Uh, while my hire is breaking for all the affected, reported wrote on Twitter. I am now looking for opportunities. I have 21 years in gaming industry experience in media. Sony acquired Bungie in t July 2022 for $3.6 billion. Prior to the deal's completion, Sony CEO Kenshiro Yoshida said the deal would be a catalyst to enhance our live game service capabilities and represents a major step forward in the becoming more multi-platform. There have been two updates. Bungie has re reportedly delayed Destiny 2's upcoming expansion. And uh, Bungie CEO Parsons addressed today in news in the public statements. Today is a sad day as Bungie is said to say goodbye to colleagues who have all made significant impacts on the studio. Also, what's been reported too is that supposedly uh, Sony is not involved in the layoffs. It was a Bungie thing. What it seems like, if Sony had not purchased Bungie when it did, it looks like Bungie was already in trouble. So they probably wouldn't have been around at all because they were looking for buyers actually. give them a bit of life from from what i hear from what everyone's talking about from even people who got fired this is all stuff i was looking up it's not in this news article yeah. some people were saying that bungie was looking for people to buy them there's already a threat of, uh, of yeah a threat of that this was going to go bad so yeah. even though it's a big layoff it would have been worse yeah but they are blaming bungie not sony because management is how they were dealing with everything how they were kind of running it they're the reasons why it's this bad mm. so that's what i'm hearing guys just wondering what do you guys think i mean this shit always sucks yeah uh, especially i mean fuck dude that's it for, i wonder how, how it is for people who love games how like there's seems to be like very little job security um so it i mean fuck, i don't know i don't know what else like like some of those employees can do because I mean, how many was it that they, uh, they laid off? I don't know. It was a good amount. Um, yeah. I don't think they really made a. I don't think they made like a huge uh, announcement of how many. But from yeah. what I'm hearing, it's a contract for uh, like about yeah. It's it was a good amount yeah. from what I'm hearing. I'm glad I wasn't like uh, motivated to be a, a video game developer, <laughs> working video games because that would have fucking sucked. It from what I hear, it's not the most stable. Yeah, you know. Well, I mean. We talk about this every couple months. Yeah. So. Joe, any comments, opinions? Yeah, it sucks, man. Like, it's like as always, there's always layoffs, and, you know. And it always seems that things happen, yeah. you know. And it, what's also shitty is like a lot of the time, the direction of a series or an IP mm -hmm. is, you know, not necessarily linked to, you know, the head of the company. It ends up being a thing linked to executives and shareholders. Yeah. And then. You know the, the the people that actually work on the games are directed to do what they're told, and then when it doesn't uh, work out, uh, instead of the shareholders or the executives losing their jobs, it's the workers, right? So, and it's a it's a shitty little uh, situation that we put in. Unfortunately, it's becoming all too common. You know? It it's also there's been a discussion too about. You know, Bungie, once they left Microsoft, they started Destiny and then they got into Destiny 2. Kind of like the live service model of, of the game and, and going into that arena. And, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't Destiny kind of the start of that live service thing where it got really big? Like with the first Destiny? 
because I can't think of any other live service stuff like at that time. Console maybe, yeah. And then it, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you got the MMOs and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. But like, it shows that you just have so many people coming into that arena, whether it's that or things like a um, battle royale. Those type of services where it's just like constantly new content needs to come out. We're selling this to you. We need a player base. We need all that. As we're seeing as time is going on, this happens to stuff like companies that made the game that you really like, Bethel Rumbleverse. That shit isn't sustainable. We're seeing that it's not sustainable because not everyone can play everything every game and spend because they're I'm guessing. I don't know what the numbers are. I don't know what they're expecting, but they're probably expecting people to at least spend anywhere probably 15 to 20 hours a week maybe i'm just saying maybe every two weeks yeah. that much time on the game but you can't do that with everything yeah. and if you're having your player base steadily start dropping and it can't be sustainable it shows that that type of model is a defective model if it, yeah. it, it doesn't work it only works for the top ones but i yeah. think even companies and it's, it's different it's a battle royale but it still has that live service yeah. type of thing fortnite is also seeing a player was well, seeing a player drop but i know people are coming back because they're going back to chapter one but how is that sustainable after they get tired of it yeah you know yeah you, you see a lot of these games like rumbleverse uh multiverses even um the their the drop off is fucking drastic sometimes mm-hmm. I, like they'll it'll be huge for like a couple of weeks and then after like nobody's fucking playing it it's a huge like more than more than 50% drop off sometimes yeah. Um, so yeah like I said it's, it's sometimes just not sustainable especially when it's free to play I mean, there's Michael Tra- Michael Trans Jacksons and not a lot of people are buying shit I'm not buying shit well, at least adults yeah. maybe some kids are buying like skins and stuff but you would never see me buy shit like that and it's about constant paying having new content out making content to come out grabbing the attention of the player base and stuff yeah. and yeah it's um, one there's one person to blame about this bungee thing. Uh, Joe, he stopped playing Destiny too. Oh shit, that's right. It started going down after Joe stopped. Yeah. Is it my fault or is it their fault for not? Uh, you know what? Having compelling, uh, a compelling game. Uh, your fault. You it was your fault. Playing. No matter how stale it got, you should have kept playing. I Whatever. looked at the numbers every time you talked about Destiny. I remember you had like your 10 minute Destiny two discussions. Huge numbers, huge numbers. You yeah. stop talking, that's when their numbers start going down. Mm-hmm. Everyone came to you, and if you're not playing it... You were the Destiny's child, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know what? Madden seems to not have that problem, and Joe and you talk about Madden. Because people pay for that. Yeah, but they also pay Every for Destiny. Every year, though. Ah, uh, you're right. But wasn't Destiny this? Didn't they say, "Oh, we're not gonna have any sequels to this," and they came out, came out with the sequel? You know what? <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw them a bone. I think we assumed it oh, was that. Okay. I think we assumed Is it. That okay. And I think they kind of talked about. They never officially said it, but they said like, "Oh, this is something that's ever evolving." So we took that as a, "Oh, no sequels," and then they're like Destiny Two, and we're like, "Bullshit!" But I, I I'm just gonna give them. They I never, could be wrong. They never said that. I think they they alluded to something, yeah. but they never officially confirmed no uh, no sequels. Uh, so I remember going into Destiny thinking like, "Oh, we'll never have to fucking, you know, pay or whatever." Or there's no sequel. I think we, I think we thought that's what was gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, yes, we talk about this all the time. Layoffs. It's it fucking happens a lot. And guess what? Christmas is happening, so we're getting some major layoffs soon. This isn't the only thing. Yeah. Because it always happens during, like, it's the week of Christmas. Hey, layoffs. It happens. It fucking happens every year. So, 
this must be the shittiest time for people working in the gaming industry because they're just they're like oh yeah christmas but i they're so used to it they're like i can't enjoy christmas because i don't know if i'll have a job starting next year yeah it sucks we report on this all the time and i think it's important to let people know just like yeah this is how it goes and it's mostly like Joe said. It's the fucking stock shareholders and the corporate dudes. They're the ones who are doing all this. It's never their fault. Mm-hmm. They'll get rid of everyone who works on the game to reach record profits. They don't care. to get your guys' opinion on. Microsoft Microsoft has started blocking unauthorized Xbox accessories. As spotted in the Windows Central, a growing number of players using unauthorized third-party accessories have started receiving error messages. From the moment you connect an authorized accessory and receive error code 0x82d60002, you'll have two weeks to use the accessory, after which time it will then be blocked from use with the console according to the Xbox support site. At some time, You'll receive error code. We encourage you to contact the store or manufacturer where you obtain the accessory to get help with returning it. According to Windows Central sources said that it would be familiar with Xbox's plans. The crackdown on unofficial accessories may be related to Microsoft expanding its program for approved third-party wireless Xbox controllers. Currently, most third-party controllers are wired. Uh, with an update in a statement using issued to VGC, Microsoft said unauthorized accessories can be compromising the game experience. Microsoft and other licensed Xbox hardware partners, accessories are designed and manufactured with quality standards for performance, security, and safety. Joe Bethel, what do you guys think of this, of Microsoft cracking down on third-party accessories? Just whack. Yeah. But it's, it's, I mean, it sucks. There's many ways that sucks because there's some people that I can't afford a fucking $60 controller. I'm going to buy this fucking $40 controller, mm-hmm. even though the, the Xbox controller does go on sale a lot. Yeah. Uh, some people want to buy something that's cheaper that they can be able to use. Uh, some people want to customize their own controllers and get a fucking badass remote. Like, I think Razer makes a, a remote for the, like somebody, some third party makes a, like, this crazy expensive yeah. controller. That's going to suck fucking when, when you can't use that. So it's um it's it's a bad move on Microsoft's already fucking bad li- list of bad moves. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I feel like they're just trying to weed out a lot of the fucking cheaters. So, yeah. You think that's what it I is? Don't think, I didn't even I think of that, but I, I I I understand. I'm tired I of fucking it, yeah. turbo button users. And <laughs> yeah. Fucking <laughs> all these modded controllers that yeah. do all kinds of shit that break games. I mean, uh, man, fuck it, you know. I mean, I, mean, I, under, I understand. Nintendo, I, I'm going back to let's, let's bring back the, the Nintendo seal of approval. Everything <laughs> had to have that fucking seal. You couldn't release it. I think Microsoft be the same way. Nah, you need to be uh-huh. fucking licensed to us. If you don't want to do it, yeah. fuck you. You ain't gonna get it. 
I don't really care. I don't, I don't see a big deal about it. I mean, you know, like, I've never been a fan of third-party fucking, uh, not, not, what do you call uh, it, uh, the don't, three PC. Don't go there. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, I've never been a fan of, of, um, of, like, modded controllers or a lot of other shit. And most of the time, they don't feel like that. And even the ones that are built, like, with all these extra features, I've always kind of been wanting you know, that extra shift. Joe, like, you really don't. Joe, what about the single mom that only works <laughs> works works sixteen hour shifts? She can't afford a seventy dollar control, Joe. What's well, her fault for fucking? It, it's her fault that her fucking husband left her. She, he, he, never he died. He was her. a caring father. He died. <laughs> she was a widowed probably mother. Probably because of her. <laughs> he probably killed himself because of her. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I understand that. That reasoning of like cheating controllers that yeah. give people an upper hand, but I think a lot of people forget when you hear that and their reasoning, they go, "Oh yeah, that's not fair. That makes sense. Just yeah, use a regular Xbox that. controller." But that's not who it's affecting. It's affecting not only the gaming community but the people who play racing games, because oh yeah, you know you have the Logitech, you know, uh, racing wheel. Is that gonna fucking not work? Yeah, it's not that's gonna work. So, um, Brooke makes converters. So Brooke makes a converter for racing oh, wheels, yeah. which I remember I was telling you I'm, I'm looking into that because I want a racing wheel for Gran Turismo. But, yeah. dude, I want to fucking play Forza, Forza with a racing yeah. ring wheel. Is there a way to do that? And I did. The Brooke converter lets you take any steering wheel, whether it's an Xbox One or a PlayStation One, mm. and convert it to use for the Switch, the Xbox. So I thought, oh, fuck you can it. use fight sticks on that hoe? Uh-huh. <laughs> it, yeah. So... Like, be, if because of that, I would if I had purchased it when I wanted to, then I Dude, I, I would fun. have to buy another three hundred dollar racing wheel specifically for Xbox just to play Forza with a racing wheel. Mm. Also, so not that question, too. Like what, what, what fighting games? What controller out there is that can can be used on like the Xbox right now? Only uh, that's what that's what we're talking about. This is only things yeah. that are official Xbox controllers. So if you have a controller like Arcade Shock makes uh, uh, parts so that you can convert something to work on all consoles, that will be blocked. Even if you had a controller, I mean that's kind of what they. That's just that's kind of you know like this isn't that uncommon to see like in other realms of like media it, it really isn't i mean <coughs> you know the racing wheel thing i know that sucks but it's like you're gonna use a third party racing wheel i mean in a way i almost kind of i get it in a way does it does it it's like yeah it's like oh you're not free to do what i want but at the same time it's like i'm gonna say shit i don't know like well, like, remember when you were, when, before Street Fighter 6 was coming out and the mention of uh, Mortal Kombat 1, you were thinking about getting a, a, a fight stick again, but you were kind of yeah. looking into, hey, I, but I want a fight stick for Xbox and the PlayStation. There are some companies that make it that it works on anything, but then we told you that you can get those kits that upgrade it and then you can use it on anything you want. It'll be, that, like, let's say you got that, that would yeah. block it on your Xbox. That PlayStation would be fine, but Xbox is actually going forward into blocking things like that so if you had that where you know you don't want to buy a $300 Xbox only fight stick if you have a PS3 one that could get converted to work on anything that's what what people are mostly upset about is stuff like that that they either spent money or convert because they don't want to have to buy another fight stick or another racing wheel they they are no longer going to be able to do that the company Brook who makes converters too that are simple plug-in USB to the USB converter to not only help with latency, 
but also lets you use an, you know another controller uh, like a fight stick for that console those will be blocked not only that there is um you know there's a small community and it is a small community for rock band fans or guitar hero fans those converters that let you use it on xbox consoles those are expensive like there's official ones but if you want to pay like 300 maybe a thousand dollars for that converter it's it's insane you can't do that but there is a company that makes a converter that will let you work on it that will also be blocked and we're not just talking about cheat controllers like cheat cheat controllers that people use to cheat joe they're also talking about accessories like um so people figured out you know um microsoft their xbox series x and s systems take proprietary memory cards that will expand for xbox series x or s games people figured out oh hey the the ssd drives for ps5 actually do work on an xbox we figured it out you can just buy one of those and expand your memory microsoft blocked that you can't do that people figured it out they stopped it so that's what people are upset about is not because they're trying to cheat but just because hey i can't buy multiple fight sticks multiple racing sticks or even memory like it's insane that they're pricing it expensive when even the playstation proprietary no, it's not proprietary actually their ssds are cheaper than microsoft's people are just trying to find ways that they don't have to spend as much but microsoft is going out of their way to block it now i know they're trying to block the the cheating controllers but people are seeing the effects on other things now they could go for these companies could go for a license with microsoft brooke could do it these other companies can do it but what microsoft charges for a yearly amount to own that license to be approved is too much for some of these companies that they can't they, they couldn't afford it yeah. because all they're doing is like hey i love playing rock band but i can't i don't have that converter anymore or my converter died the only way i could do this and use my old controllers is to buy this one that's made i, I think it's called rock forever or whatever that this guy sells for 30 bucks but now i don't have that option anymore or a brick converter i have fight sticks but i don't want to have to buy a new one upgrade that so that's the big thing like that's the big thing is that people they're just blocking it yeah. and i understand why but it affects a lot of people is it affecting the adaptive controller no because that's a licensed microsoft uh but you can peripheral. hook up so can Ooh, i can i you know what someone did mention that you do plug something in but i think since it's going through that converter you're fine some people are just gonna buy that and plug their racing wheels <gasps> into it wow yeah someone could figure it out you're right yeah. they look the community is smart so they'll yeah. probably figure something out but that that's also you still have to buy that adaptive thing <laughs> yeah and i don't know how much that is uh -huh. so not only would you have to buy it let's say that works not only would you have to buy that adaptive controller but then you're still having to buy the adapter yeah but yeah that's that's the big thing why people are upset and it is it is I hope, it'll, I hope it affects that, that adaptive controller so they could fucking get some more shit <laughs> for not letting kids with disabilities play. Yeah. But I don't think it affects the adaptive controller because it's a licensed Microsoft unit. Mm. But, but yeah, that's the, the big reason, Joe. Mm. But, you know, yeah, for me, it, it sucks. You know, it just... Yeah. It sucks, too, because I was thinking I wanted to mod one of the PS3 controllers that I... Or fight sticks I have for my xbox because yeah. i really want to play killer instinct with the fight stick yeah but if if i if i'm can't if the aftershock thing's not going to work then honestly like i've been wanting to do that with the aftershock the 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 company but i'm, I'm gonna be honest 90 percent 90 percent of the reason why is because i want to play 
use it on Xbox. Yeah. Because I want to play. They have Xbox has fucking great fighting. Dude, Killer Instinct still awesome. Yeah. Has a lot of great fighting games that I have on there that I would like to play on the, on a fight stick. Not everything, you know, but it's it's a bummer. You know, it sucks. Oh, and then uh, Microsoft. This is a quick thing. Microsoft was no longer gonna let their employees have free Xbox Live Ultimate Game Pass, um, and they got pissed. Because I guess someone in the company was like, they no longer get it for free. And Phil Spencer heard about it. Hey, guess what, guys? Phil Spencer, within a day, said, nah. Everyone who works for the company, it's all free. Yeah, it was technically that they were limited to people that worked in the Xbox division. So those that were working for Xbox in the Xbox division were going to continue to get it. It was everyone else. And then when it was announced... Yeah, the, the, the rest of the divisions were no longer going to have that as a perk. Mm-hmm. You know, they, were, they heard about it and that's, yeah, that's when those like... I would have been mad too. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Oh, I would have been yeah. mad to be like, yo, you're going to make me pay for this? Come on, man. You know someone got mad that doesn't even have an Xbox that has a PlayStation. <laughs> 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 I had to even And it was like, what the fuck? You mean you're taking away my free game pass? <laughs> He just has the app. He fucking gets. And the guy in the cubicle with him is like, "Fucking fuck you, Ron! You don't even have an Xbox." (laughs) Yeah, it's my it's my perk. He's like, "I earned it." But when I do, I've already downloaded everything I want to play. So because I have the app, bro. (laughs) I'm waiting. I'm waiting for this this Christmas. Uh, this what was it? What they call it? Christmas party. This work Christmas party. They might give out some for free. So (laughs) I was gonna wait. But yeah, but yeah. That's going to be it for this week. If you want to send us any questions, comments, or concerns, you can send it to us at thirdpartycontrolpodcast at gmail.com or our Instagram at thirdpartycontrolpodcast. Remember, it's thirdpartycontrolpodcast with a 3RD. Thanks for listening. I am your host, Jesse McClark, leader with Beto Esparza and Joe And we may not be as good as everyone else, but we got to get the job done. Later. So, I got some good news for you guys. It's going to make your tits perk up. You guys are free for three weeks. Basically, I think the month of this, the rest of this month, you guys are good. Nice. Uh, and then I, I, I think Jesse's hiring. I think Jesse's uh, interviewing replacements for us. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, gonna, no, I just. They're gonna I, be uh, uh, we're gonna be the Christmas fires. The Christmas fires. <laughs> <laughs>